0: Hey there, cube nerds! How you doing? It's the model employee here. I'm gonna switch things up a little bit with today's episode. I'm not gonna give you any any tips or tricks or give you any advice or anything like that. Today I want to uh, keep it fun. I want to talk about the American version of The Office that I just finished. This is actually take two. I recorded about 20 minutes this morning, and then I got a phone call, and I'm using a different app now. So that phone call deleted the whole goddamn recording. About 20 minutes of me going into what I was talking about. So I hope I can touch on some of those same points and the things that I remember. But, uh, you know, if not, maybe I'll touch on some different things. But, oh, God, that shit's frustrating. Um, so, yeah, so I just finished watching The Office, all nine seasons of it. I finished it yesterday. It probably took me about two months, maybe less, less than two months, to knock it out because I was just... Knocking it out like crazy. Because half an hour episodes, you know, it's it's an easy thing to do. It's a piece of cake. It's killer. Um, so yeah, so it was, you know, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. It's funny because I mean, well, not every minute of it. I guess I'll talk about something like that. Um, and it's funny because a lot of folks that I talk to, like I, I mentioned before, and about the thing in the first episode, a friend of mine, who uh, he's a state trooper, and he was in the Marine Corps, and he. Is like, bro, you never watched The Office? What are you, nuts? And uh, it's funny because a lot of people that I work with and that I have worked with over the years have not watched The Office. A lot of Cube nerds have not watched The Office. It it seems like, I mean, it seems funny because, yeah, it's The Office. We work in an office. You have those certain characters that you can relate to and and that you know. But I don't know. A lot of people I know, there's another guy I work with right now. I've worked with him for 12 years and he, he never watched it either. And he's up to Season 7. It's funny how that works out. we just never interested in it. Office space, I think, is more so our, our speed. Where, you know, that's like straight up us. Working in cubicles, you hate your job, all that kind of shit. That's, that's where we are. But the office is more, you know, just about a, a tight group of people working in a small office. Big open floor community. So it's not really cubicle and corporate structure. Which is, you know, what we're used to. There's the the office is portrays a much more relaxed office environment, which is fun. It's like, I mean, one thing that I was I was trying to think of the other day is like, I was actually having this conversation with somebody. Was, where do they get the time for all this shit? Like, they have so many ridiculous meetings that they have so many ridiculous meetings where that has nothing to do with work and all kinds of nonsense and shit. Like, where? How come they're not working? Like, isn't there work to do? I guess they're they salesmen, so they they're a little bit more free with their time. Also, too, I, I know it's a fucking TV show, so it's not really that you know compelling of television to have them watch you know watch them sit around and actually work instead of slack off and have fun. Um, but I was trying, you know, was trying to trying to justify it, trying to make break some logic of it. But I really loved it. There's so many. It's not just a hilarious show. It's you know. It's a, it's a uh there's so many heartfelt moments and that's what makes it it takes it from that funny sitcom to a legendary show because there's so many heartfelt moments these characters grow throughout these years they grow and they go through life changes and all this other stuff and it makes you it makes you love it because you get to know them and I I'd, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't just as sad as they were man when it was all over you know it, it's uh, having that kind of Having that kind of camaraderie with your with your fellow employees, I worked at a place for 12 years and I guess times are just different um, because when I, when I left, it was emotional, but it wasn't that emotional. You know, like when you just say goodbye to your folks, you know, if you're leaving or whatever, when you say goodbye to your coworkers, it just wasn't that emotional because, I mean, now we have social media and, you know, we still live in the same state. We can still get together at, you know, for happy hour after a while. I did a couple of weeks ago. I got together with a bunch of people I used to work with. So there's not that that upsetting, all right, goodbye. I'm never going to see you again um, like you get, you know, with a TV show. So it's, it's it was kind of, you know, when you sit and think about that, you're like, geez, I wonder. It's kind of upsetting that you don't get like that with your coworkers. I mean, maybe you do. If you do, that's great. It's great that you've built up that kind of relationship. Um, I work now with one of my best friends at work I still work with him now in my new place um, Another one of my other best friends He's still at the old place But we still get together once in a while <coughs> Excuse me for that With his new app I don't know if I can pause Or if it'll fuck anything up So I'll try to keep that on the down low um, But yeah So he still works at the other place But we still get together We still talk and text all the time I mean so there's really you know no reason to be that sad because we can still still say stay in contact. So I guess it's not not the same. Also, it's a TV show. So you have those emotional moments. One thing too that I was trying to relate to is how they they really spend so much time together. A lot of them really they don't have a lot of the characters don't have anybody, some of them do. But like every relationship they have is with people they work with. Um you know, romantic and just casual, which again makes for that's because it's television, and everybody you know they they you're not going to introduce everybody and all their supporting cast as well. So that's why they all hang out, they all do things together, and all these different fun things they just do together as you know as coworkers, even outside of work. So that's something that I, I found a little hard to relate to, because yeah, I mean you you know you hang out with your folks at work, but all of us have our own home lives, so. We have to get home to that, you know. We can plus we travel. Forget about the travel. Like I mentioned, the best friend that I mentioned, he's he's sixty miles one way, in the opposite direction than I am of work. So yeah, we don't really get together on the weekends. Plus, he's got a family, I got a family, and we live about a hundred and twenty miles apart. So it ain't the same. Um, but again, you know, TV show. So they all uh, they all get together, and that's how it goes. But. It was a great show. I loved it. Um, so I haven't really had any spoilers yet. So I'm going to get into spoilers. And uh, it is the kind of show you can spoil, I guess, because you know there's a lot of different things happen. The characters go through all different kinds of arcs. You don't want to hear anything that you don't. Um, so yeah. So I guess now you can probably stop listening, uh, or if you want to keep listening, by all means. But now I'm going to talk about the details of the show and probably go through you know some specific things that happened that I liked and didn't like as it went on. So, all right, you ready? Three, two, one. So the whole show, not the whole show, but Michael Scott is what builds The Office. When you think of The Office, you think of Michael Scott and Steve Carell because that character is unlike anything you've ever seen. He's probably one of the funniest characters in the history of television. Um, I know I think it's portrayed off of Ricky Gervais's character, but didn't that, didn't that only last like six episodes or something or two seasons and 12 episodes or some shit. So I mean I know that the uh, it's it's like a direct ripoff of the British version of the office but you know it went on for so long it far surpassed that version you know at nine seasons with 23 26 episodes a season even the last season it clocks had 23 episodes um, but when Michael leaves at season seven, it's not the same. it's a, it's good. A friend of mine, the friend of mine who I talked about before who loved The Office, he he stopped watching. Once Michael Scott left at the end of season seven, he didn't watch the last two seasons. I I did. I kept watching through. It's not the same. Will Farrell's character is awful. Um James Spader does a real good job, but then he goes off the fucking deep end too. He gets weird. Um But how you know how the whole show shifts to Andy in the Michael Scott role, um, that's you know, so you kind of get it. They need somebody to fill that gap, and so it goes. It starts out with Jim and Pam and their love for the first four seasons, and then it transitions to Michael finding love, and Michael and Holly eventually get together. Someone spoiled that for me a little bit when they talk about the Office reunion. He was said, "Oh, you know, I don't know what they're gonna do if it's gonna be they're gonna focus on Jim and Pam or Michael and Holly." And at this point, I hadn't even known of Holly yet. I saw a picture online of her, but I didn't know about holly yet um but i i, I assumed they got together according to you know what i had heard um which you know again which is a bummer that that got ruined but that's how it goes um and then yeah and then it switches to andy and aaron towards the end so they kind of have that will they won't they but it takes a weird turn because andy turns into a douchebag that's kind of one thing with the last season that kind of it throws you a curveball Andy turns into a total douchebag Jim turns into a douchebag you know and then Jim and Pam start drifting apart and you're like what they have like the greatest love ever how are they going to drift apart this isn't a show I want to watch but it does such a good job of bringing it all together at the end also too they start like breaking the fourth wall a lot I mean the the fourth or fifth wall whatever the fuck they break that a lot and start talking to the camera crew and you know they, they start showing the camera crew a lot and they talk about the documentary a lot um, and it, it sounded like they were going to start teasing Brian, the, the boom mic operator. And if he was going to, I forget if he's if he's a director or a producer or a writer or something. Um, but, you know, they kind of teased that, you know, he's starting to have a thing for Pam too. But they kind of drifted away from that. I guess maybe the show, they didn't know the show was going to, you know, wrap up so quickly. Or that was just kind of like a tease and nobody liked this, so and they didn't go down that road. Um, so, yeah, so I'm glad they didn't do that because Jim doesn't need any fucking competition. He had already she'd already, you know, left Roy for him. Which kinda makes Jim a douche for stealing his woman like stealing somebody else's woman, but we all knew Roy was an asshole. Even though Roy changes his life around. Um But yeah, let I me mean, go back to Michael Scott. Michael Scott is just he's too goddamn funny. The part that I that I talk about and is so funny to me, and you probably couldn't even get away with it today because people are too sensitive. But he talks about um He talks there's one episode where Phyllis gets flashed by somebody. There's a flasher running around Scranton, and they flash Phyllis at the beginning of the episode. And he has that one moment where he's like, oh, my God, is she okay?" And then, wait, he flashed uh, flashed Phyllis? Did he see Pam? and then he's laughing and he finds it so goddamn funny he's running around whipping his coat open with his finger sticking through his zipper and it's just hilarious and I'm laughing to myself I'm texting my friend I'm like this guy is out of control it is so goddamn funny how it goes so goddamn funny how it goes and he just he, he is fearless and he gets away with anything he says whatever he wants it's so fucking funny and makes for such great tv he is such an unbelievable character that's why i mean when the whole dynamic of the show changes when he leaves um and yeah and he leaves and and him and jim have that heartfelt moment and there's i was just telling my wife how because she's like i don't like the the 40 year old virgin guy steve carell she didn't she didn't watch watch it with me because she's not really into it um but I'm like you, you're I mean I could see that Because he's so annoying And douchey That you're like Oh my god I can't stand this guy But that's the point Of that character And he actually has So many heartfelt moments That you just learn To love him One of the moments That resonated with me That I, I wish they, they circled back to But I don't know If they didn't get a chance to Or they just didn't But you know Him and Jim Had that great relationship And Jim flat out Tells him that You know He was the, you're the best boss I ever had Or you know I would tell you you're the best boss I ever had. But what happens was, I think it's in season three or season four where they're on the boat. Maybe it's even season two, actually, where they're on the boat um, and Michael's trying to, you know, teach the uh, the safety course and Jim and Pam have a conversation and Jim doesn't think that, you know, it, it's worth pursuing. And Michael's, I think, all pissed off because the boat captain took over his, his course. And he has a talk with Jim and he says to him, if you love something keep going for it don't let anything get in your way and that's such a close moment between Michael and Jim and they never kind of circled back to that because that's one of those one of those moments where Michael Scott he cares so much about his employees that he has those conversations and you see what a whatever fucking whack job he is he still has that kind of heart and those moments and that's what makes that's what makes his employees who can't stand him love him Because that's who he is That's what makes him Such a good character He's so annoying But he's so lovable At the same time He's so great It was Oh my god So goddamn funny And then yeah And then to see Michael You know Try to 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 hunt for love And it's funny How he just mows through So many women Throughout the show It's hilarious This ridiculous guy Is getting women Like crazy Um, And then yeah And then eventually He lands Holly Who's perfect for him And you know Michael always just wanted kids And you find out in the final episode That Michael Michael took so many pictures of his kids That he had to get two cell phones With two plans And it's yeah It's just you know Again another heartfelt moment That you get to see That you love Not to mention just his surprise return At the end My friend who didn't watch the last two seasons I sent him a video of that moment Where Michael comes back And he said Oh man that's fucking awesome It was great at Dwight's wedding. And Dwight probably ended up being my favorite character because Dwight goes through such such an arc. But not you know what? But not even an arc, it's more like a roller coaster because he always has that heart and he just gets better at the end. There's a moment really early on before Jim and Pam get together and Pam is uh in the hallway and she's crying and Dwight walks up to her and Dwight says who did this to you and where is he and i laughed my balls off while also being like this guy is fucking awesome all of that shit the one quote where Pam asks him like you know well, what if you're dead too and he says if i'm dead then you've already been dead for weeks he's a badass mm. character he's so funny and again he goes through so many of these ups and downs like the one i think it's when they start the michael scott paper company and Pam just doesn't want to lose, and she's trying to win the battle. And Dwight's the manager. No, because I think when they did that, Idris Elba was the manager. So there's other. So there's some other. In, when when Dwight's the interim manager, and he helps Pam sabotage what Dwight's doing. They kind of go back, and they show you that Dwight was listening the whole time, and Dwight tries to help her. And then at the end, Dwight says, and. Pam Halpert is my best friend, and man, the show is so fucking good because it's again. It not only not only is it so funny, but there's so many of those moments that you just care for these characters after, especially after nine years and you watch them grow. You're like, man, these characters are great, and I love them all. And it's so sad to fucking see them go. You know, I mean, when I left my uh, my my last office, there was no emotion like that. You know, you're just like, all right, I thought there would be. Because after being there 12 years and I grew up I was 18 when I started there And I was there for 12 years These people legit did watch me grow up And of course then following year After I left I saw other people get married Other people had kids I went to plenty of showers at the office All of that stuff And to when I left And it was it was a bummer To not have those moments with those people When I left my office And I didn't have that Baby shower moment I didn't have that Wedding shower moment You know and, and these are the people That I knew And it was coming for so long Because I'd been there so long They were going to see me grow And you know I didn't get to have That moment with them And that was that was sad I wanted that <clears throat> But you know It just wasn't in the cards Because those things Happened too late And I wasn't going to Stick around to You know Just for that Um so I mean again that's that's those moments that people see and you get to see people grow up and all those moments but when I left it was just it was sad I know it was sad to me and you know you send out that heartfelt email to everybody letting them know that you'll miss them and everybody was you know it was emotional but not not the end of the office emotional not when Michael Scott left emotional I mean again that's, that's TV that's how it goes that's just good writing that's what it's about real life unfortunately don't work that way um so yeah I mean I, I love Dwight I love Michael Scott probably my favorite moment like if I could maybe not favorite but just the funniest moment Ke- Kevin is another fucking great character that I loved where when Holly comes back after the uh, the ultimatum after New Year's Eve and everybody's wondering because she gave her boyfriend CJ played by Rob Hugel who was he'll, he'll always be inconsiderate cell phone man to me no matter how many shows he does or how funny he is, he'll always be inconsiderate cell phone man. If anybody remembers that when you go to the movies. And I was a little buffer before the movie started. Um, but so she gives, Holly gives him an ultimatum to propose before New Year's um, or she's breaking up with him. And so she comes into the office, office and everybody's wondering if she come in, came into the office and if she's wearing a ring, blah, blah, blah. And then. So she starts showing everybody her ring finger. She holds her ring fingers up in the air. And she's like, oh, well, here you go. And Kevin stops. And he's like, hey. And he flips her off. Right back at you, bitch. <laughs> uh, it still kills me. So, so fucking funny. It still kills me. such a hilarious character. And you know what, there's plenty of times, in the last two seasons I mean, I don't know the, the consensus As to what, what were good seasons And what were bad seasons, because I mean, I liked it all But I'm sure a lot of people bag on the last two seasons Because there's no Michael Scott But I thought there was plenty of hilarious moments That still happened You know, I still laughed out loud A bunch And that's good, because I expected not to like it Once Michael left But I didn't, I still loved it I thought, James Spader did a great idea Or did a great job But then again he went off the fucking deep end too Which was kind of weird But you know okay And then Andy comes back and takes over But then Andy leaves And then Andy turns into an asshole Like they tried real hard to make Andy still Andy While also making him Michael Scott Which I guess they planted the seed for that early on Because him and Michael were pretty similar Um, Which was funny You know that's how it goes Uh, But yeah so I mean you know Andy just couldn't fill those shoes And then Andy and Aaron break up which, again, just makes Andy an even bigger douchebag. Like, who am I rooting for now? Pam and Jim are drifting apart. Andy's an asshole. Dwight is still Dwight. So, I mean, I'm, like, not 100% behind him. So, it's, it, it's for the middle of the last season got a little shaky because what do I do? What you know, who am I into here and what's going to happen? What's going to happen to these characters? Because that right now everything is, is all over the place. But then it ties up so well. You know, everybody gets together. One thing that was weird is when they do the panel at the end after the documentary airs and they do the panel one year later, and they're all, you know, pretty famous. To have that panel without, like, where are they now? Like, it's kind of a bummer that they really don't even touch on Michael that much. And he was such a huge part of the show. They don't touch on Michael, and uh, is it what the fuck is his name? Brian? Why can't I remember? B. J. Novak's Ryan. That's his name. Ryan isn't there. Like these guys were with the show a long time, and they're not there at that panel. Like, what's Michael doing he, that he wouldn't want that fame? But you know, again, TV—it's how it goes. But he shows up at the wedding, obviously, to make for an even more emotional moment. Um, but I mean, yeah, I—I I, I thought it was great. I loved it. There's so many funny moments to it. It just, man, it was—yeah, it was—it was excellent. It's such a good show. It's legendary. Everybody talks about the rewatch value. And you notice all the things in the background Like I noticed towards the last episode the Creed had a guitar behind his desk And He actually gets to play it in the last episode You know, a beautiful song that he plays And it's funny because I don't know if he Touched it once or twice before Or if the guitar's been there the whole time And he finally really just touches it in the last episode Which is even better But it's just those little There's a whole bunch of those things that people Pick out And it makes it great Creed's a hilarious character, the way he's trying to always sell shit, and he's got so many wacky stuff going on. I was laughing today about the episode where they think the branch is going under, so Creed starts selling every single thing that he can, you know, he starts selling it off to make money, which is great, and we know a guy like that, that's for sure. I mean, it's me sometimes, I'm flipping shit online all the time, trying to make some extra money. Um... But yeah, but I definitely knew a guy like that too Who was trying to side hustle he could And flip things all over the place like he could Definitely, you know All those characters you can relate to That's for sure You got a guy like Stanley who's there And just doing his job Look, don't tell me how to do my job But I'm going to do my job as little as possible Definitely know that guy It's just, you know Angela, Angela too the The stuck up bitchy woman You know, very strict Definitely no doubt woman. It just you know that's that's it makes it so good. And everybody's got their own characters they love and but then eventually every character gets their time to shine. Plus the cameos are like unbelievable. Like the kid who plays Bruce Wayne on Gotham right now, who is he? I think he's uh what is it David? David California? What the fuck is James Spader's name? I don't know, which isn't even his real name, you know, in the show. But I think he plays his son. Uh, You know, Idris Elba being in it is huge. Uh, What's, I forget his name, HRG from Heroes. He plays the senator that Angela and Stanley fall in love with. But all the, you know, and all the characters just build such a camaraderie because it's their whole life is their job. It's, you know, it all ties up so well. Dwight finally gets to become the manager. David Wallace comes back. Dwight becomes the manager and Jim actually agrees that he should be the manager. It just... It was great. It was a great ending. It was a great show. I loved it. I mean, the rewatch value everybody talks about. So, I mean, I'll watch it again soon. It was It's such a good show. And if you haven't watched it, I mean, I just spoiled the shit out of everything for you. But it's absolutely still worth watching. It's absolutely still worth watching and enjoying and watch from the beginning. You can definitely jump in on an episode and watch. But... You know... You can definitely jump in on an episode and watch any episode But If you watch them from beginning to end Because Netflix is all nine seasons And I really don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon on Netflix But you can watch all nine seasons And just get to know these characters And watch all of them grow And all the shit that happens And you can see Michael develop And how much he loves all his employees I wish my boss loved all of those employees Except Toby He fucking hates Toby Fuck Toby Actually, I feel bad for Toby at first. And what a hilarious character Toby is. Toby, the HR person, who, if an HR person had any balls, they could stop Michael dead in his tracks, but he's such a shy HR person that never speaks up, so Michael just walks all over him, and it's it's a hilarious, you know, counterpoint, because exactly, because of HR, HR would be there to shut Michael down in a second, but you've got such a such a you know candy ass HR person who doesn't say anything. And again, more hilarious TV. Even though I thought Toby's secret love of Pam was stupid. Like, you don't you don't need I mean, everybody falls in love with Pam and you don't need that because Jim was the one that was in love with Pam and he stole her from Roy. And that's what you wanted to see. You don't want to see somebody else love Pam secretly in the background. Like I mean, thankfully they didn't harp on that too much. Like once in a while they did. Or they tried going down that route and they stayed away from it with Toby, you know, in love with Pam too. That's just stupid. And like it, it didn't make any sense. You know, why, why do that? But again, it didn't. they didn't harp on that too much. So I loved it. It was great. It was a great show. Hopefully, watch it again. Finally, I watched it. Finally, I watched The Office. Finally, you know, a model employee to big time cube nerd. Finally, watched The Office and seen what it was all about. It just didn't appeal to me back then. I don't know why, but yeah, now, I mean, you know, I wish I, I almost, I mean, if I watched it from when it really started, I probably would have been going nuts because now, well, I guess also would have been before binge watching, so I wouldn't have been that spoiled. But now, I mean, I was able to binge watch it, so I banged through it. So it's a bummer that it's over, but I'm glad I was able to just mow through all of it and watch it. But all the suspense and build-up would make it so much better, you know, if you've seen it for the first time. Because, plus, again, watching shit late sucks. So much stuff gets spoiled. for me. Game of Thrones spoiled like crazy. And The Office just spoiled like crazy. Like, I knew Michael left at some point. You know, it was a bummer that I knew that was coming. I didn't know when, but I knew eventually. Yeah. So... I loved it. Hope you loved it too. Let me know. You know you can. I'm on Anchor now. Download the Anchor app. Find the Cube Nerds podcast and give me a call in. Or it's actually they're called. They just upgraded. They can. Go, they're called voicemails now. So go ahead, send me a message. Let me know if there's anything you want to talk about in the podcast. Let me know who your favorite characters, or favorite moments in the Office were. You can send me a tweet at cube underscore nerds on Twitter. Send me a message on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash cubenerds. Send me a message. Give me a like or post on the page. Let me know your favorite office moments. And, of course, you can hit me up on Instagram. You can send me a DM even if you want. Or, you know, at, in, at cube Nerds on Instagram. Let me know what you think. I got a couple office posts on there right now. Send me a comment. Let me know what you think. Favorite characters, favorite moments. Anything else you love about The Office because it was a, definitely a great show. As usual, today's episode is unofficially sponsored by ripped, rippedapparel.com, R-I-P-T apparel.com. You can get all kinds of cool, unique designs from graphic designers, classic, classic, classic comic book mashups, geek pop culture mashups that they do on t-shirts. Love all their t-shirts. Use code THEUNCOLLECTED and get 10% off your order. Uh, also, too, if you go to cubenerds.com, I set up a new forum there's a forum on there called Cube Nerds Unite, where everybody can go on. That's kind of what I wanted to begin. with. I wanted Cube Nerds to be to be a community, where people can go and they can talk and they can tell their horror stories and they can get to know each other and we could build a Cube Nerds community from all of us that, you know, that go through this daily grind, and it kicks our ass. So go to Cube Nerds.com. Go ahead and visit the Cube Nerds the Cube Nerds Unite forum. Sign up, start talking. I'm on there looking to chat. So yeah, it'd be great if you guys did that because that's that's what I want to see. I want everybody to come together and just, you know, build build a community that, you know, of all of us together, not just your people in your office, people in all the other offices too. Because we can all relate. And uh yeah, so that's uh I think that'll do it for this week. This is episode seven. Next week I'm gonna try to do a podcast with two other guests. So uh yeah. You know, I can do that. We'll have two guests on the show. The one time will be the three of us spitballing, talking about shit. And hopefully we're a much better podcast than me, ranting, and Raven. Plus this new call-in feature that Anchor has. I'm really enjoying that. I got to put that to use, too. So, uh... Yeah, I think that'll do it for today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Go ahead and go on iTunes. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe, all that other fun stuff that you hear every person say on every other podcast you listen to. But it definitely means a lot because it helps us get exposure, helps us build, helps us grow, and that's, that's what we want to do. So, all right, everybody. Hope you had a good day or hope you will have a good day today. And I hope tomorrow is better than today.